It's February, and that means two things. It's Groundhog's Day, and it also means that 96% of people have already forgotten their New Year's resolutions, and they're about to live the same year over again. But not you, because for the month of February, my free gift to you is your golden ticket to a new year. With my Brave Vision Blast Off Workbook, you will gain clarity, which is the number one reason why most women quit. They don't know what to do. So find out what you're called to do, harness your energy, gain momentum, reach your goals this year, and experience a brand new year, not just another year. Don't leave your success to chance. Go to braveheartedwoman.com forward slash vision blast off to get your free download today or just click the link in the notes you'll be so glad you did we hear about it all the time you have to take 100 percent responsibility for your life what we don't hear is how we're going to talk about it today on the brave-hearted woman Hey, this is Dawn Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and you're listening to my podcast, The Bravehearted Woman. I'm here to raise the brave in you. So if you haven't done so, hit subscribe so you never miss another episode. All right, you ready to get your brave on? Let's do this. So hey, it's your girl, Dawn Damon. So glad to be back with you again today. That's the subject we're going to talk about, 100% responsibility. You know, I just got back from a conference I was speaking at this weekend. It was wonderful to see so many incredible, brave women working on themselves. They were all there for a certain purpose, and I was able to just pour into their lives. But I watched as each woman said, I am going to take responsibility for my life. This is it. I've had my enough moment. I'm done messing around. I need to change my life. I need courage to do it. And I'm going to start baby stepping. I'm going to take the necessary steps that I have to take to live the life that I want. Now, author Jack Canfield says this, if you want to be successful, you have to take 100% responsibility for everything you experience in your life. This includes your level of achievements, the results you produce, the quality of your relationships, the state of your health and your physical fitness, your income, your debts, your feelings, everything. There's only one person responsible for the quality of your life, and that's you. Now, I know this really gets some people messed up. They get upset when they think about it, but if you don't realize that you have the power, 100% responsibility. In other words, you're response-able. That's what we're talking about. You're not a victim of circumstances. You have choices all along the way. I'm not saying that what happened to your life is your fault, nor am I saying it's anyone's fault. But if it has happened, it's now your responsibility to decide how you're going to respond to it. John Maxwell does say, life is a matter of choices and every choice you make, makes you. So how are you, how are you doing on making choices? How are you doing on making sure that you're stacking positive choices that are going to add up to a beautiful life? Well, let me give you nine things, if we have time today, nine ways that you can take responsibility for your life. The first one is make firm 
intentions. Be decisive about your life. Think about what you want and make an intention about it. A firm commitment. In other words, I intend on drinking eight ounces of water today. Because I'm so firm on that intention, I am going to set myself up for success. I'm going to take my water bottle out. I'm going to put it on the countertop. Or if I have to, I'm going to buy three water bottles and I'm going to fill them all up. And I'm going to make sure that before the day is over, I have consumed all three of these water bottles. Do the do. Write your intentions down on a sticky note. Plaster them around your house, in your car, on your mirror, in your bathroom, on your refrigerator, (laughs) just everywhere so you don't forget what it is that you promised yourself. Because come on now, we get busy and sometimes we just forget what our intentions are. So we can't leave them in our head. We have to write them down on paper and then put them in front of us. This is intentional living. We love that word, right? It's so avant-garde. It's esoteric. I'm intentional. All that means is I set intentions for my life. And so this is one way to take responsibility for your life, that you actually are setting the intention. I intend on going this direction. I intend on accomplishing this, eating that, not drinking this, actually stopping and doing this errand whatever it is, make firm intentions for your life. That way you're not left with at the end of the day or the end of the week, blaming someone. And that's my second point to you. If you want to take 100% responsibility for your life, stop blaming. So it's easy to point to a source other than ourselves, isn't it? It's easy to point to something outside of ourselves for the reasons why we haven't achieved or why we haven't taken some kind of action or why we haven't changed our behavior. There's a million things that we could say, but we have to stop blaming. Forget blaming, forget finger pointing, forget sidestepping and all of the rationalizations. Disentangle yourself from those judgments and that shaming and that fault finding and just say, I am response-able. And so do this for 30 days. Make it your intention that I will not blame one other person for anything in my life except for me. It's no one else's fault. It's no one else's responsibility. I'm not here because of someone else. I will choose to stop blaming And that's how you can take responsibility for your life. Going right along with that, number three, rid yourself of your excuses. Even when those bunnies are true, that's the insidious thing about excuses. Sometimes they really feel powerful and they really feel true. But be mindful of these excuses because really reasons Reasons are somewhat acceptable because reasons are for explaining, but excuses are for deflecting. Excuses, and I know sometimes they're powerful, as I said, they have some truth in them, but they are also ways that you give yourself permission not to perform. So just say, yeah, I didn't do it. I dropped the ball. I didn't set good priorities. 
I meant to, my heart was good, my intention was good, but I blew it. I messed up. I own it. So just rid yourself of these excuses and begin to take responsibility for your life. Number four, take responsibility to prioritize yourself. If you keep putting your own needs last and care for your mind and your body last, if you treat it as a low priority, you're going to keep getting low level results. And then you say, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough energy. But have you considered how much it costs you to keep putting yourself off? You've got to make yourself a priority. You need to become important to you. Up your confidence. Up your self-worth. And say, I am worth it. In fact, it was so incredible at this conference that I just attended. Many women were offered the opportunity to stand up and give a testimony or share something that was on their heart. And it was incredible, y'all, how many women stood up and said, I wasn't going to come. I didn't have the time. I didn't have the money. I felt guilty leaving my family. I didn't feel like I should do this, but here I am and I've discovered I'm worth it. Oh my goodness. I'm worth it. Can you say that with me right now? Come on, say it loud. I'm worth it. Good job. And I felt like you meant that just now. You are worth it. So prioritize yourself, become important to you, and do not receive that false guilt. Do not listen to the whisper and the lie that says you don't have the right to prioritize yourself. Yes, you do. Invest in you, because guess what? No one else will. And if you're waiting for someone else's plan for your life or someone else's agenda for you, guess what they have planned for you? Nothing. So you better have a plan. You better put yourself as a priority. I'm going to put this plug in here right now, by the way. I'm an amazing coach. And if you need coaching in your life, someone who can help you get across that bridge, you're here, you want to be there. I want to let you know that my services are available and you can email me or find out more about me by going to my website, (laughs) my website, braveheartmentor.com. Dot com braveheartmentor.com all right number five break codependency okay you all we could do a whole show just on that couldn't we breaking codependency but let me just give you the cliff notes be responsible for you not the whole world Codependency occurs when two people lose their personal boundaries and they become really enmeshed or an excessive emotional or psychological reliance on one another. Typically, one requires support and the other one loves giving it. One really needs to be needed and the one needs to have someone like that and they have an illness or they have an addiction. And it is a tie that binds most of us together And it is a trap. It's also known as relationship addiction. If you find yourself caught up in relationship addiction, whether it's a partner, a spouse, even a child, if you have parental inversion and you are codependent, 
You need to break that mug up, as we used to say. You need to set yourself free, take responsibility for you, and release the other person. Relinquish the rights to control someone else's life. I cannot stress this enough. You must let go. Number six, make decisions. I find it startling that many women don't make their own decisions. They say things like, oh, I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Their friends order food for them. Their spouses tell them what to wear and what not to wear. People tell them, you can buy this. Oh, don't buy that. On and on it goes. But your confidence will wane and your sense of ownership for your own life begins to diminish. Build confidence by making up your own mind. If you did care, where would you go? If it did matter, what would you do? If you did know, what would you say? So be responsible. Don't lean on someone else. Again, this takes somewhat of a codependency kind of a shadow to it. Be responsible for you and start practicing making baby decisions. Rid yourself of the vocabulary. If somebody says, where do you want to go out to eat? Don't say, I don't care. Wherever, I'm easy. I'm, hey, guilty of all those same things. But you're not building decision-making skills. Take a moment. Think about it. What sounds good to me? You can certainly say, I'm open to your input. But I think what sounds good is a, I think a good steak. That sounds good with some green beans. And I think that, yeah, let's go to the steakhouse. You can do this. Number seven, make time for self-reflection. The world is loud. The world is demanding. Stillness is a quality moment that many of us don't know how to navigate. So sit and breathe in. Spend some time alone with you. Go deep and reflect. Allow solutions and creativity to rise to the surface. Can you feel that in my voice just now? Can you feel the soothing moment that maybe just even those last few seconds provided for you? The world is noisy. You need to stop and think about what it is you're thinking about. Take some time for meditation. I think Tom Bilyeu calls it thinkitation <laughs> or whatever. But you hear the point. Take time to think about you. And if you really want to know what's going on inside of you, sit quietly with your journal for a while. No words, just write. And very soon, what will rise to the surface is your emotions, your feelings, your anger, your pain, your wounds, your tears. So go ahead and do that. I challenge you. Number eight, don't internalize judgment. Mm, judgment. There is a word that many of us understand. And we hate coming under someone's ridicule. We hate, you know, succumbing to someone's shaming messages, don't we? And we'll even push back. Yet, guys, I see this phenomenon at work. Those that fear judgment the most are often the culprits. They judge themselves. They judge others. Oh, it might be hidden in self-righteous robes, but it's there. It's camouflaged by holy indignation, but there's rage there. There's judgment. So investigate your heart. Here at Bravehearted Woman, we call it a bi-high, brave inner heart investigation. 
and I lead you through. It's about a 30 to 45 minute process. And I lead you through the buy high and you'll really start to get a clue about what's hiding in your heart. And then finally, just take accountability. This is the last point that I want to share with you. Is someone able to speak into your life? Can you be held accountable? So many people, you know, they get defensive here. They hide. They go invisible. They don't want to be known. But let someone into the mess. Let someone hold you accountable for the things that you see and the things that you say are important to you. Let someone, someone you trust, not just anybody, but that's how you can take responsibility for your life. And I like what Nelson Mandela says, and I'll close with that. May your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears. It's time to make good decisions for your life. It's time to take responsibility for your growth and your personal development. And I hope that you will do it. All right, that's what I got for you today. I hope this has been helpful. Like always, you can find me at braveheartedwoman.com. It'll be in the show notes for you. Or you can email me personally, braveheartmentor.com. You'll also be able to find in the show notes all of the free gifts we have available, the online courses that we have, and upcoming coaching opportunities. So I'm going to leave you like I always do. This is Dawn Damon, your Braveheart mentor, saying, find your brave and live your vision. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.